When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, our next guest needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. He uh, is the recipient of the 2006 Member of New Zealand Order Merit, 2008 NZRL Legends of League, also inducted into the Castleford Tigers Hall of Fame, and unbelievably, across his career, played 441 games. That's club games, Kiwis, New Zealand Māori, of course. Tawera Nico. Kia ora tawera. Mark. How are you, mate? Very well. What a record that is. Yeah, you just reminded me. I couldn't remember how many games I played. Bloody hell, 441. I'm sure I played a bit more than that. <laughs> I think it was, I counted up nearly 550. That's what two New Zealand games. So yeah, there, was, there was some pro- yeah. provincial stuff here as well. Uh, yeah. 164 for Castleford. Tawere, you're part of the furniture up there. Yeah, uh, you know, historically, but way back in the day, it's a long time, it's a long time ago now, Mark. But, you know, still held in high regard. And uh, I think... Uh, they're just going to release a tribute jersey that they're bringing out for some of the players. Uh, so they did a poll with some of the fans, and I was voted one of the most popular overseas players they've ever had. So you're still held in high regard there, but I think you know one of the great things about playing in the UK is that the uh, the fans actually uh, really appreciated a lot of the Kiwis that went to the UK and played, and uh, still have a really good standing over there. So yeah, very privileged, very humbled, but. Uh, uh, onto the big game, uh, you know, today, uh, tonight in Melbourne, Mark. Eh? Yeah, and I, I was going through the record, Tawera, and um, I could only go back to 2016. Uh, no wins for the Warriors, and one, two, three, four, five, six Anzac losses to the Melbourne Storm. Can we erase all of that? Well, the Warriors are going to have to erase all of that, I feel like, because um, it's, a new, it's a new Warriors team. Oh, it certainly is, and I, and I think, you know, I saw the news last night and Craig Bellamy um, talking about the Warriors and how they've been much improved, uh, you know, over the last uh, season or so. But, you know, Melbourne, there's a couple of real special things about Melbourne, in particular for the Anzac Day clash, and one of them is uh, Michael Moore, the Moore factor. So Mm. Michael Moore was our footy manager when we first started, uh, Mark, and tragically he he lost his life in 2000 uh, in Auckland. So every time the Warriors and the um, Melbourne Storm play, they play for the Michael Moore Trophy. So there's a huge, uh, I suppose, emphasis put on this game because of Michael. And that's something that's been passed through the club for the last 25 years now. I think we've got a reunion in June this year. It's our 25th year anniversary. And every year, there's a whole lot of emphasis. So I think there's an unfair advantage for the Melbourne Storm because uh, historically... You know, they don't like to lose games and when there's big occasions, uh, the storm always rise. But, you know, in saying that, I've been really impressed with the Warriors this year. You know, their resilience, um, their attitude, their fitness. You know, just all around, I think there's a whole new lease of life at the Warriors. Andrew Webster's brought that. Tohu Harris with his leadership in terms of... And obviously, Sean Johnson, who's, you know, sort of been revitalised. So, mate, I, I think they can turn the tide. It's going to be tough and it's always tough to play in Melbourne. But I think you know, the Warriors are on their up. I think they're in, is it third or second place on the table at the moment? So I think it's going to be a great game. Um, you always 
play really well against the, the good teams. And I think the Warriors, you know, are starting to realise week in, week out, they've got to be consistent. Yeah, and I think the Melbourne Storm, Bellamy and co, they would have, um, you know, you scout the teams you're about to play. A very different Warriors side that they're going to have to prepare for this year. And I just saw some interviews during the week uh, with with about five or six of the Warriors, and they can't wait to go to Victoria and take on the Storm on an Anzac Day game. I think something, and it's actually truly looking forward to it, as opposed to past years. They really back themselves this year. Yeah, I, I think they do. I think you know it's um, it's one of the games you mark in the calendar, and you look forward to playing to playing in. You know, um, you know, especially on Anzac Day, it represents a whole lot of you know New Zealanders and Australians and the armed services, but. And I think, as I said before, the Michael Moore factor always comes into play for Melbourne because historically that's been passed on from year to year to year around Mick Moore and how important he was to this club. So, uh, but, but in saying that, I think the Warriors, you know, they've um, played this year really, really well. They've got some good combinations. And one of the things that's really impressed me, Mark, is their fitness and their resilience. You know, if they can complete their, the high completion rates around the 85 90%. Uh, you know, they don't look flustered. They don't look tired on their, on their goal line. You know, the defence is confident, you know, and, and they come up with some really big plays. You know, they're playing the percentages and, you know, you let the key players uh, bring those big plays when they need to bring, bring them in. And Sean Johnson has done that, you know, really well over the last uh, six or seven weeks. The thing that's really impressed me about the Warriors, T, is uh, they've been hit by injury and suspension with Nia Kore, uh, Mitch Barnett, Wade Egan, a number of their first picks, but the squad have come up from underneath and carried on that, that good work. That that must be really heartening for the coaching environment. Oh, it certainly is, and, and you have to have some depth within the club in terms of that, and we've always known that you know New Zealand has a, has a huge um, talent pool of players coming through, but being able to perform at that top level when you get your opportunity is really important, so... Yeah, as you said, Mark, they've got some great depth. Um, you know, Toru's been out injured, waiting. Egan's been out injured, Mitch Barnett, you know, at certain times of the year, but the players have just come in, they've done their job and done it really, really well. So I think they're getting to understand what, you know, competing in the NRL is, is because, you know, each week you've got 17 players that go out onto the field. You can't afford to have three or four players not do their job. You can probably afford to carry one player who has an off day, but, you know, on the average... You know, if the 15 or 16 players are doing their job, you're going to, nine times out of 10, come out with a win. If you control the ball and got good defence, that's the other key thing to that. And I think the Warriors have done that really, really well this year. Now they're completing their percentages really highly, uh, getting to a good kick and a good chase. And, you know, that saves a bit of energy and tank, gives you a bit more time to, to refocus on defence. And, you know, they've done that really, really well this year. A lot of the plaudits have gone to Andrew Webster um, and, of course, Cappy, Andrew McFadden, is back at the club. How important do you feel it's they've they've dipped their toes into the Warriors' bucket uh, previously and now they have returned? Is that an advantage for them, do you think? Well, I think definitely. You know, they, they know the, the Warriors, they know the culture. The other thing is, is, Andrew, if you look back over the last three years, uh, with COVID and being playing away and staying in Australia, it, it, it has a massive uh, impact mentally, physically, you know, spiritually in terms of that for the whole team. So, you know, to be based back at at Mount Smart, to, you know, to get sold out uh, games, you know, home games, everyone's jumping on the bandwagon now for the Warriors and stuff, which is fantastic, you know, a full stadium. But 
I think having those guys there that have experienced it, so also in the coaching staff, you know, you've got Stacey there. I know that he's been doing a lot of work with the halves, uh, with Sean Johnson, uh, Justin Morgan, uh, another one that's been around, uh, been, you know, been in the coaching ranks, Richard Agar, you know, uh, Andrew Webster. You know, I think he's just brought a whole new um, fresh perspective to to the Warriors, and, and they seem to be jumping out of their skin, mate. They're energised, you know, they're, they're having fun, they're at home, they're with their families. You know, all that thing matters. All that off-the-field stuff is really important to guys really performing on the field. So, you know, you get the, the players and their families right, the footy's pretty easy. So that's one of the key things. To, and I think they've done that very, very well. You know, not just the footy staff. I think, you know, with Cameron George and, and the whole football club, you know, they seem to be doing the right things off the field, got lots of sponsors, got lots of, you know, their marketing. You know, during the week, we heard about Roger Tui-Vasashek coming back to the Warriors for next year. You know, that's a massive boost for the Warriors also. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about the return of RTS. Grabbed all of the headlines, obviously. Interesting timing of the announcement. I don't sort of get why why that happened then, T. Yeah, it's interesting. I think there's been a bit of stuff happening in the background and, um, yeah, obviously, yeah, they, it sort of came out that he was going to go back to the Warriors uh, in terms of that. So, you know, I think Roger's happy being at home too. You know, that's another thing when he was playing previously, uh, playing away. But I think, you know, when you're at home with your family, with your loved ones, you know, playing for your community, the people that you grow up with, it, it just makes things so much better. You know what I mean? And there's so much more energy. And, you know, just notice the, you know, the bounce in the guy's steps, the energy that they've got. And it's fantastic. It's fantastic for rugby league, and it's great to see a sold-out stadium. You know, for the Warriors, I've got people ringing me saying, "Oh, can you get me some tickets for the next game?" I said, <laughs> "Mate, that's already sold out." You know, for the Roosters, I think that's their next home game. So it's crazy. It's fantastic. Uh, they should be asking you for Castleford Tigers tickets. <laughs> <laughs> T, um, more recently, you've been involved in this uh, match fit series, which I just applaud these guys putting their hands up and saying, I'll give this a crack. But you've got a coaching hat on. How's it been getting in and around some of your former teammates, inspiring partners in a really good cause? Oh, mate, it's been absolutely fantastic. You know, when I um, first got approached to, to do the job, I um, and started looking at, you know, the players and talking to Bailey Mackey from Pungwell Productions. I said to him, mate, can you, have you really got a team? And, and when the guys turned up, I didn't even recognise a couple of the players. Mm. It's been that long since I'd seen them. I thought, holy hell, who's that? You know, and I, for me, but once I got into the journey, got to see the boys, oh, mate, it's been, an, it's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, motivated, inspired, you know, uh, it's been absolutely fantastic. I really enjoyed it. And I think one of the great things, uh, Mark, was that the boys actually um, were open and uh, vulnerable in terms of putting themselves out there and telling these stories and, and some of the challenges they go through. You know, when all the lights are gone, when all the actions and the fans, you know, there's a lot of things that the boys have to deal with. And, um, you know, just signif- you know, highlighting that and saying, it's hey, it's okay. And if you can, um, you know, inspire or motivate others to start that health journey to, to go and get a checkup. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, I think we've, we've done two shows on telly. Uh, there's another four to come. And, uh, she's a bit of an ro- emotional roller coaster, uh, but, you know, it was great fun. And I really enjoyed uh, – the thing I enjoyed most was reconnecting with all the boys because, mm. you know, when you when you come out of that team environment, when you've played at the highest level for the Kiwis, when you've played for, you know, the NRL, the Super League, like a lot of these players have, and you finish up, 
you know, sometimes there's some real big challenges that the boys have to overcome. Yeah, that's, that's the thing in all of the series of these match fits I've noticed is you can have a 10, 12, 15-year career in the lights and then you finish and you go straight into a valley. Like, you're world famous for 12 years. You're forgotten in five minutes. And mentally, that must be hard. Mate, that's the biggest thing at the moment. And if we look through, you know, um, through most men and, and stuff, and, and particular footballers, you know, what do you do after you finish playing? If you haven't planned or prepared for that, it can be very, very challenging. And we know that the um, fastest growing illness in the world today, it's not COVID, it's mental well-being in terms of that. And, you know, just highlighting that stuff and how we can help and what you can do and, you know, support others in terms of that is, is massive. And, uh, you know, it's been a bit of a journey on the program, but, man, it was, it was well worth it. We see what we see on that program, Tawera, but when the cameras aren't there and the and the lights aren't on, there must be some really honest and frank discussions and, and really challenging conversations that you all help each other out of. So it's almost like the rebirth of the person behind the player. It certainly is, Mark, and, you know, that's one of the great things about it because, uh, as you said, you know, once all the lights and everything are gone, uh, you still have to deal with what you have to deal with. And that's the great thing about it. And, and being a bit of a mentor through the process and being able to share some of the challenges that I've been through, it, you know, everybody has these challenges, Mark, you know, but just being in a forum where you're, you're able to share those feelings because for most males, and, and particularly Māori and Pacifica, mm. we don't like talking about, you know, the stuff that happens. You know, and to, to feel safe to share that story and to expose yourself and be vulnerable on, you know, national TV, man, that's a big step for these guys. And I really applaud them, um, you know, and the backstories, uh, the challenges and, you know, uh, how they've overcome some of those challenges, which is absolutely fantastic. Yes, and I applaud you and the players for taking that step very publicly um, because, you know, people are going to sit there and say, man, if he can address it, then so can I. And I was at a function two years ago, I think it was, and Ron Cribb and all the match fit guys from the rugby part yeah. of it, they were there and people were flocking to them saying thank you, which, you know, that's that, that probably wasn't the intention, but that's definitely one of the benefits of doing this. Oh, it certainly has been, Mark. We've had some fantastic feedback. You know, we get texts and uh, messages after every show, you know, from people saying, it's encouraged me to start exercising. I've gone to my doctor to get a checkup. I didn't know that this was happening. You know, all those sorts of things. And, you know, once again, they can be role models in their communities. The guys, they were once, uh, once were warriors, you know, yep. 10, 15 years ago, once were Kiwis. But now they once were inspirational um, people in their community. So, um, you know, it's absolutely fantastic. And, you know, I really applaud the voice for um, really bearing their souls in this program. Yep. Well, on behalf of New Zealand men out there, I thank you and all of your colleagues that that were part of that show, T. I reckon it's really important. It's been really well done uh, by yourself and Bailey Mackey and the whole crew. I think it's a very valuable resource for all of us out here. So, T, uh, last thing, uh, Melbourne Storm. Vodafone, no, one New Zealand Warriors, of course, now. Um, Anzac Clash, we haven't done it for years. They're different beasts this time. I'm predicting a close one. How do you think the score's going to fall? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a closer game, Mark, Mark too. I, I don't think it'll be uh, like some of the big blowouts in the past. The Warriors are a better team. Uh, Melbourne's been through a rebuilding phase this year. You know, they lost basically a whole forward pack. Uh, bar a couple of guys so 
Uh, I think it's going to be closer. I think Melbourne might just get home. I'm picking a 22 to 16 win uh, to the Melbourne Storm at home in um, Amy Park. Right. That's my view. That's my answer on the game tonight. Right. When I'm sitting down watching it, I know you'll be sitting down in uh, Huntley. Will it be, T? Are you still down that way? Yeah, still in Huntley, mate. Still living back home on the farm. Uh, back home in Huntley, mate. Just north of Huntley, a little place called Ohiniwai. Just off the expressway there. So back home on the farm. Uh, so looking forward to the game tonight. And uh, I'll be watching the Warriors. Hope that. So I actually go for the Warriors only when they're not playing the start. When they're not playing the storm. So there you go. <laughs> we'll take a draw. We'll take a draw, T. <laughs> uh, Tawana Nuko, thanks so much for joining us, buddy. And once again, thanks for all that you're doing post-career for, for the man in the street out there. I think it's brilliant. No worries, Mark. Always a privilege and a pleasure, mate. You take care.